Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Welcome to my show. Remember, each week you come here, you will learn about various phenomena and how things that are less spoken of can be brought to the forefront, shed a little light on it, and not feel ashamed or misplaced, but to feel in your own power and meet the potential that is just waiting for you. Today, I wanted to talk to you about coming face to face with something that is so horrible and so dark and so overwhelming. Do we run? Do we hide? Do we just cower in fear when we feel the wrath of something coming at us? If that's our initial reaction, do we regret it later and think of the punchline or the comeback that we should have had instead of our immediate gut reaction? Let me tell you, it is not easy to be met with something so out of line with what we are familiar with. In the experiences shared on the program today, you will see how people who have some of the better reactions you'll ever hear, though some may not always have turned out as they have hoped. But remember, good always wins in the end. Now, I want to encourage all of you who are listening to this show, if you or someone you know has experienced anything out of the ordinary, from angels to aliens and shadow people to hat man, go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com and send me whatever it is that you've experienced. If you've got drawings, as much detail as you'd like to include in there, please paint the picture because the more details we get, the better we can understand. This is all about all of us coming together and placing our pieces into this puzzle so we come to better conclusions and even better reactions. You will really enjoy what I have to share with you today because some of these people, I'm really proud. I really am. Because some of these reactions are ones for the history books, let me tell you. All right, so this first email says, Dear Heidi, I encountered your site and book, The Hat Man, this week when I'd been talking to a friend of mine about ghosts and shadow people. 
I read in your book, The Hat Man, that you respond to emails about encounters with this entity. I hope you're still accepting these. <laughs> I would say I am. You can also edit it down if you want. I could get pretty wordy. I love this. I love the more words, the better. Anyway, since this happened, I've become extremely skeptical about the paranormal. Not that I wasn't before. But this and a couple of other things that have happened to me keep me from going full-blown, hardcore skeptic and denier of the supernatural. Talk of gray aliens actually makes me incredibly uncomfortable. And it was hard to actually write this sentence. <laughs> like, I full-on get goosebumps and shivers when I type the words gray alien. But I power through. <laughs> I like this person. All right. Story time. They literally put that. The details of when exactly this happened are a bit fuzzy in my mind, but I know I was in my early or mid-20s at the time and living with my parents. So this would have happened between 2003 and 2007. I had been going through a really rough time spiritually and emotionally. At the time, I had no idea what sleep paralysis was, but I'd been able to have lucid dreams since I was in fourth grade, so I'm pretty well equipped to tell when I'm dreaming or not. I'd woken up early in the morning for some reason and saw a man standing next to my bed. He seemed to be looking out the large window at the back of the room towards the church that was behind the house. At first I thought it was my brother being creepy. <laughs> That's what brothers are good for. Except he's quite overweight, not super tall, and about as sneaky as a clumsy bull. This man was over six feet tall and neither particularly slim nor fat. He wasn't the insanely tall man your book describes, but anyone over six foot two would have had to duck in that room. As I woke up more fully, I realized he was just a solid black shadow with depth and mass, but I could not see any features, just a three-dimensional silhouette. It looked like he was wearing a great coat like they used to wear in the late 1800s. The kind of trench coat with a mantle on the top. He also wore an old, school-wide, brimmed hat. I realized he wasn't human almost at once, and thought it was a demon, which terrified me. He seemed to notice I was semi-awake, and he turned towards me, almost curiously. When he did, I was not afraid anymore. I was just overcome with anger and rage. <laughs> Reminds me of myself. <laughs> Hilariously, I tried to attack him, but couldn't move like I was chained down. Not the pressing weight on the chest of sleep paralysis, but like my limbs were being tied down, which was a real trick 
as I'm a side sleeper. My anger and attempted violence seemed to surprise him, and he took a step back and turned to face me. I did still think this must be a demon, so I rebuked him in the name of Jesus, as I'd been taught to do, which didn't cause him to even so much as flinch. He spoke and said, That won't work. In the tone of someone amused at the actions of a naive child, obviously, this didn't do much to abate my anger. He then traced his finger up my spine and said, I'm not here for you anyway, and actually tipped his hat to me. Then he walked towards the window, humming some random tune, disappearing or maybe walking through the wall. I don't know. I would have probably forgotten about this the next day, except when I took my morning shower, I felt a large, really angry pimple or boil on my lower back, right over my spine. There were a few more on my upper back in the same area, maybe eight or nine along the length of my spine, from just below my collar line to my tailbone that I could see in the mirror. They weren't painful, but I was mildly uncomfortable to sit in a chair for about two weeks. I did not know at the time this hat man was a fairly common globe-spanning phenomenon. So I wasn't influenced by things I'd read or seen, despite being somewhat interested in the paranormal at the time. I didn't find out until I watched an anime. Some probably two years later, and it was mentioned there. I looked it up, probably finding some of your work in the process back then, and somewhat shocked. I noticed in your book, that drugs and alcohol were sometimes factors in Hatman encounters. At that time, I was a good Southern Baptist, and the hardest thing I'd ever taken was a Benadryl, <laughs> or two, sometimes to help me sleep or deal with allergies. Thanks. A, just the initial. Fascinating story. And then he says, so that's my story. I've had other weird experiences that might be related. I don't know. Anyway, years later, you're probably the third person I've ever told about that. I have very little idea on what to think about what was going on, and I haven't been able to come up with a rational, non-spiritual explanation for it. I haven't finished your book, but I do agree the hat man is some kind of evil entity or group of them. Don't think this was an average run-of-the-mill demon. I've had brief encounters with them, and they terrified me. This, I just wanted to kill for some reason, which is strange. Maybe this was the fasting and prayer kind, not the easily rebuked kind. I'd love to hear what you think. <laughs> Very fascinating, this, uh, this A. <laughs> um, so you know what? I have to tell you. I've had others who have told me, you know, I rebuked it. I said in the name of Jesus, go away. But, you know, very similarly what you're talking about here, 
Hatman was looking out the window. His goal was someplace else. His attention was elsewhere. And he told you he wasn't there for you. Could that be a factor? I think it is. Because if he was coming at you and you said, in Jesus' name, be gone, I think he would have, well, I'm pretty certain he would have taken more than just one step backwards. But how peculiar about leaving those boils on you and touching you like that. Absolutely (laughs) disgusting, to be honest. And you're a child? Just terrible. You know, I want to go into more depth about your email here after the break because it definitely requires more attention. So, you guys, you're listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more Heidi Hollis coming right up. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at paranormaldate.com forward slash seniors. Enjoy your search. Have some fun at paranormaldate.com. And now more Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Just before the break, I had a gentleman who sent me his very fascinating story of an encounter with Hatman where he left physical boils down his spine where Hatman traced his finger and told him his saying in the name of Jesus to leave didn't work. But the very interesting thing is Hatman also told him he wasn't there for him. So perhaps this is the reason why his focus was elsewhere, is why he didn't take him on directly and go after him. But also, Hatman might have also been saving face because one thing about him is he's quite egotistical. And he probably took a blow and was like, he did take a step back when you got angry, did he not? He did. So you're pushing who you are at him with anger and rage, wanting to kill him. And you're a child. That rage you're talking about, I so identify with. This is something that I totally feel every time I get an email like yours from anyone. I get more and more angry and wanting to swing at him myself. But you know what? Swinging doesn't help. And it does trap us. Anger is not the way. Jesus is the way. And what you did in throwing yourself and your anger towards him really made him take that leap back. And then he's like, well, I wasn't here for you anyways. It's almost like a, a schoolboy. But he was looking out your window. So he wasn't putting his attention towards you, thank goodness. So that is a lucky thought and a lucky thing. Because as a child, some of the worst emails I get are from children. And I unfortunately cannot read those off here on this program unless a parent decides they want to share what it is that the child is experiencing. I do have a children's book that is actually for all ages to help teach everyone how to protect their homes and their living spaces. So these things keep their distance from you. Now then... What is surprising to me is you mentioned that you learned of Hatman from an anime. My goodness, is there no place people have not gone in portraying Hatman and my work? I just am stunned the lengths and the depths that people go. <sighs> but you know, what it is for me is about helping people. Bringing awareness is one thing, but the next level is fighting this thing because it's growing. It's getting bigger. It's spreading like a cancer and it's killing. It's maiming. It's ripping souls apart. It's ripping families apart. And you mentioned how I discussed in my book, The Hat Man, how drugs and alcohol can play a factor. Well, yeah, when your guard is down, when you're sleeping, when you're less likely to be able to defend yourself, there he goes. He's quite a coward in that regard. So 
you can always bet if you're sick, ill, injured, <laughs> Hatman is just like this snake slithering around trying to find this little niche to get in. Because when we are at our fullest potential, guess who's weak in the knees? The hat man is. These evil things are. They don't like to take us on for who we are. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm going to put the paralysis whammy on you. What a big man. And he's not a man. And when you say demon, he's beyond being a demon. When he speaks, and if you ask, which I don't encourage, he'll tell you he's the devil himself. And from the looks of it, I think we are definitely being met with the devil himself. So what does that say when I'm telling you guys there are reports of him in the thousands all over the world, and it's just growing? It's a problem, everybody, and we have to rise to the occasion or fall by the wayside. Find your faith, find your soul, because this thing is placing its bets on us to not figure him out. I must say that I'm truly puzzled how you could ever be a skeptic after being met with something like that, that left physical marks on you. And that does happen. Don't feel alone in that. But he was letting you know. He was there. He was real. Now, this next story is really something else. Talk about two different scenarios and how he was handled. I love this one. This comes to us from somebody that I know. And her name is Melissa and her mother's name is Christy. And the story goes, in 1968, my mother had a hat man experience at St. Francis Hospital in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mom was admitted for a staph infection. She was very, very sick. She had a roommate, an older woman, who was also very sick. Mom had antibiotics and was taking pain meds. On the right side of the bed appeared a black form, and it had a hat on. It was only just below the waist up that was actually visible. It had no formed face. Then it spoke and said, You're going to die. She was startled to see him and for him to tell her that. Her response to it was, No, Satan. Jesus is my Lord and only he knows when it's my time to go. I am covered by the blood of Jesus. There is no response from the hat man. He just vanished instantly. She went to the bathroom and got on her knees and prayed and cried. It was so horrible and really shook her up. It was her first time to see a spiritual being. Early 1990s, my parents were living in a townhouse. All three of us kids were gone by then. She was in bed fairly early. Our family dog, Thurman, was sleeping in his bed. The dog started barking and looking up, and when she looked up and turned around, she saw a black figure with a snarling face that looked like a mask. Once it saw she noticed him, he turned and walked out and down the steps. Mom went after him and said, In the name of Jesus, I command you to leave this house. <laughs> you have no rights here. 
That thing went straight out the door. The dog was at its heels and followed it to the front door and looked out the side window. He barked the entire time until it left. The bark was vicious. Thurman did not like this being at all. These were the only evil entities Mom ever saw. Melissa. (laughs) I love it. Hatman came for her. And she told Hatman, you're not here for me, buddy. This is where I draw the line. I love that she had the gall and the faith to smack him back one. And it worked. See, that's a thing. That's a tactic. These evil things try to put their wrath on you to say, I'm in control of the situation. And I'm going to say everything that's going to scare everything out of you so you'll comply with what I'm telling you. If something has to tell you what's going on, (laughs) they don't have that much power. And right now I'm going to scare you because you're going to die. That's like the worst thing you could tell somebody. And you're looking into the face of something utterly evil. Now what if she crumbled in the presence and go, oh my, this is really going on. I am going to die. She accepts what it has told her. And then it's got her power. She was so quick, and I love this. She was so quick to snap off and say, that isn't happening. Sure, she was scared, but she didn't let it take over her situation. Neither did the other story. Didn't let him just take over his power. He threw it at him. And then Hatman's like, well, I wasn't here for you anyways. No, no. Yeah, right, buddy. We don't know. Could be. Maybe not. Who knows? Point is, Hatman did not get his way. And the second part of this story that she chased him out the door with a dog, too. I mean, dog wasn't scared either. I mean, probably scared, but (laughs) was willing to do what it took to push back. And it's not about tearing after him. It's not about anger. It's not about running. It's about standing your ground. And she's right to have stood her ground the way she did. Personally, I probably would have stayed in the same spot and say go. But the dog was going, maybe I'd go with the dog. Be like, yeah, yeah, what the dog said too. You know, we're all in this together. (laughs) I don't know. But I love it. But do you see? Do you see the power that humankind has and to have the opposing force of Jesus, God, going along with it? I throw Jesus out first because that's my shield. And again, I'm Christian. You guys hear me say that constantly. And for me, it's appropriate. It works. It's what I know works for every situation. And yes, I have good friends who are not Christian and who use the good force of God to push these things out. So God is key in all of these situations. And our human potential and our lack of doubts are also part of this whole scenario. Keep that in mind. Keep your stories coming. You guys are in for a treat. Our guests are the Rathmans, and they have a story for you to show how sometimes when you have an interest in some of these peculiar topics, it could also help solve the puzzles that are out there. It gets more and more interesting. Remember, 
you know where to send your information and your stories to at HeidiHollis.com. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we'll be right back. Stick around. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heidi Hollis will be right back. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome. 
Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And remember, this show is all about shedding light on topics less spoken of. And as promised, I have a couple of fabulous guests coming up here. Tony and Cherie Rathman are a husband and wife paranormal team and are the founders of Entity Voices Paranormal Investigations, or EVPI, located in Phoenix, Arizona, and have spent the last decade discovering the truths about spirits, entities, and life after death. Tony and Cherie Rathman lead professionally operated paranormal investigators into some of the darkest corners of Arizona and just about anywhere they travel. Tony and Cherie specialize in spirit communication through both EVP and ITC, which is Instrumental Transcommunication, and operate the Copper Canyon Paranormal Research Center. Everybody, round of applause for some great people and good friends of mine, Tony and Cherie Rathman. How are you guys doing today? Hi, Heidi. Doing great, Heidi. Thank you for having us on. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. I am so excited to have you both on. I've had the chance to get to know you both, and I have to say, you bring a level of energy and excitement to the field. Thank you. Thank you Appreciate so much, that. and thank you for having us here again yes yes of course well this is the brand new show so luckily, i know <laughs> yeah so luckily it's it's a it's so cool to uh you know go to the next level with you both you know i have to say you both are just amazing in this new technology that you brought into the fold and i want to hear how did you two get involved in shedding some light on this whole paranormal phenomena in your lives oh my gosh it's val it's valentine's is around a corner yeah we're, we're Tony actually, will say that we're actually coming up on, on 11 years of doing this and when i met Cherie and we got married um she was always interested in the paranormal being and having a filipina background um you know they're very rich in culture as far as spirits go as far as the afterlife goes and she grew up with that and she heard stories and ghost stories and had experiences in the house that she grew up in me on the other hand my father was a, a physics physical science and chemistry teacher so when i asked questions they were all science-based so i was never a believer in the paranormal and then 11 years ago on valentine's day sheree said to me i want to do something different this year i said okay what would you like to do? She said, I want to go ghost hunting. And I was like, oh my, <laughs> you're kidding me. But of course it was a Valentine's day request. And unless I wanted to pay for it for the next year, mm -hmm. I said, sure. <laughs> so I did some research, booked a hotel, got her some cheap equipment, which I thought would sit in the closet for the next couple of years until we tossed it away. But after we went and we got home, Cherie started going through it. And what we had captured, I was absolutely blown away. And now, 11 years later, we are still chasing um, the answers to the paranormal. From total skeptic, now he is to a full-blown believer. Yep, that's true. That's awesome. I, I, I love that it's the lady in this outfit that <laughs> went into the paranormal direction. I usually hear the opposite, so that's quite a balance you two have. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was a, a life-changing event for me. Um, I, I know Cherie's had great experiences and some negative ones over the last 11 years. But man, talk about 
life-changing and perspective of life and death and everything in between. For me, it was just absolutely life-changing for me. Yeah, my gosh. So did you get any pushback from the family or friends? Did they look at you strange when you both decided to start looking into this pretty seriously? Yeah, your your parents. My 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 dad didn't really say anything negative, but he was the hardest one to convince. Obviously, being you know science background, trying to answer some of his questions were the hardest I've ever had to answer from anybody. Um, so that was the kind of pushback I, I got. But now today, they're they're always checking out the new things that we're building, the new equipment, how we're using it. So I think, I think we converted them a little bit too. So that, that's, that makes me happy. Yeah. My mom will tell, will say, you guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a very fascinating hobby. And the cool thing about you two, like a lot of people, they'll step into the ghost hunting arena and they explore, they learn, and, and they just kind of move on and, and look for the next challenge. But you both took it upon yourselves to be like, well, how can we bring this closer to show some evidence to the world? I, I, I just, it blows my mind where you went with this new technology, this new gadgetry that you keep improving upon year after year. Can you tell a little bit about what it is that you did and why? Absolutely. When we first started, my um, complete fascination was in EVPs. And for so many reasons. I mean, there, there's so much information you immediately get from an EVP, not even including what was said on it, but you can tell whether it's male or female. You can tell whether they're an adult or whether they're a child. You can tell if they've got an accent or what, even if it's a different language, whether it's Spanish or English or, you know, French or Japanese. Um, so there's so much information that comes through before even what was said. And then you get whatever the response message was on top of it. That was absolutely fascinating to me. And so we really focused on EVPs and EVPs have been captured for years. I mean, the first single wire recorder back in 1952, there were some monks or priests, the fathers, Father Ernetti and Jamelli that captured EVPs over a single wire recorder. And then like um, Frederick Jorgensen captured EVPs while doing a, a nighttime bird recording. But we know that they can be captured, but we don't know much more about them after that. So my focus was to figure out how this is happening, how best to clear them up. And then we went from EVPs to ITC and the EVOX is our about 11th or 12th version of a spirit box, which we took out the static. It is absolutely silent until they speak. And when they do speak, it is crystal clear. Oh, I have been witness to what it is that you can get on that, that e-box. My goodness. I, I, you know, it's, it's something to uh, be told what it is that you created, but to be the subject of it. It was really just, it, it altered my whole thoughts around EVPs. And, and I'll say for the record, EVPs used to freak me out to the point I could not listen to it because I've heard enough of uh, 
voices coming around in a haunted location where I didn't need to or want to right. listen to something recorded. It's like, why torture myself? But what, exactly. but what it is that you capture, like you said, it, it's, it's very pointed. They're answering. They're very responsive. And just you, you kind of get a sense of different levels of entities interacting as well. That is absolutely correct. And the range is quite extensive. And those original tests we did with you, that was our first Evox. We've built a new one now, the Evox 2.0, and it even blows away the original Evox because, like I said, it is dead silent. There is no static, no background noise, no scanning anything. It is absolutely quiet. I, I'm almost afraid to try that one then because we got enough with that first one. Are you serious? Wow, so it's even more intense. That, that's amazing. My gosh. So can you share a little bit about what it is that you've uncovered in some of the locations with your first or, or the second uh, Evox? Yeah, we've, we've used it from everything from um, investigations of haunted places, hotels, We've used them in private home investigations, and then we've done extensive, which we hadn't done prior, using them for for personal um, people wanting answers from people who had passed away. We've done um, some lost um, leads for either crime or murder scenes, um, and the information that's come through has... I mean, we've been, like I said, we've been doing this over a decade, but the, the responses that come through are absolutely astounding, even to us today, because of how accurate it is and how quick it is for us to ask a question and get a relevant response. And the whole point about a spirit box is everything is relevance and timing. What did you ask? How quickly did the response come in? And did it relate to the question asked? And I would say 90 more than 90% of the time, they are spot on. Amazing. Now, probably one of the more unique elements that I heard in the session that I had with you is something that you felt and I kind of felt might be even of a angelic kind of, uh, I don't know, not human right. <laughs> responses going on. And it's like, what do you think you're tapping into? What, what? How is this able to do this? Well, you know, those are the questions that we continue to research. And we know that there are different levels of spirits, human spirits. You've got elementals. You've got higher angels. You've got extraterrestrials. And when we started to see the connection between paranormal activity and UFO or extraterrestrial activity and started making those connections. I mean, we literally did a session. Um, we haven't reviewed it yet, but asking exactly who we're talking to and if they would identify who they were and whether that be spirit, elemental, UFO, extraterrestrial. Um, but that is, that is an area of research we are now going on, going down using the Evox. You have got to put on a lot of different hats to cover all of this. This is really in-depth, and you've got the equipment to take on so many different uh, areas as well. So it's not like you're just honing in with this one piece of equipment. You've got a lot of different things that you're using to measure 
what it is that you're coming across and, and it helps to give you different bits of information so you can better identify it. A- a- absolutely. And the more equipment we can use and get to react, the more it substantiates that something paranormal has happened. Absolutely. When we come back, we will delve deeper into what it is that they've uncovered in some of their paranormal adventures. You guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Heidi coming right up. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey, it's time to head over to coasttocoastam.com and check out the Art Bell Vault, a collection of timeless audio. Listen to some of the great interviews with the likes of the late Father Malachi Martin, Dr. Evelyn Paglini, investigative journalist Jim Mars, and more. This is classic audio that you can enjoy at any time, and it's all heard without interruption. New shows are added each week, so find out how to access the Art Bell Vault now by going to coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find your favorite shows. And now more Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And with me today is Tony and Cherie Rathman. And uh, wow, they are the inventors of a very unique piece of equipment that is utterly mind-blowing. I don't even have words to lump it all in together, but 
I experienced it and we brought in I think everything there Tony I, it, from aliens to angels to I don't know was were there demons in there too there's a lot <laughs> there was and I think that was probably the most diverse set of um answers and communication that came through you had everything you had human spirits you had angels demons and extraterrestrials it was unbelievable it was i i was just like what is happening right now but i i am so grateful to have had that experience and you both you have had a wealth of experiences you've investigated some of the more fantastical paranormal phenomena what can you share with us what's a, an investigation that you had that was really through the roof? Well, the one that stands at the top of my mind, and I'm sure Cherie would agree with me, was we went over to the Philippines and Cherie surprised me with an opportunity. She had gotten permission to investigate the Diplomat Hotel. This building was a monk and nun retreat to begin with. Then it was taken over during World War II by General Yamashita, was used as a, a war base. Unfortunately, he beheaded all the monks and the nuns that were in the building at the time. Um, then when the U.S. troops started to push through, they took it back. Um, and then later it was turned into a hotel. And then, um, I'm not sure for financial Monastery. reasons the monastery was prior. That was right. the retreat. Uh, but anyway, the, the history on this place is just um, unbelievable and a lot of it tragic. Um, but the local community after dark won't even go near it. Well, she got permission for us to investigate it. So we spent the night in there alone. The security guard would take about 10 steps toward the building and then said, you're on your own. I'm not going any further. Well, this place was absolutely just overwhelming. I mean, we have investigated all over, but the first 15 minutes we were in there and I've never heard Cherie say this, but she said, let's go outside. I need to get out of here for a minute. Not even like five minutes when we walked in. I'm like, I, I, it's very, I have that feeling very uneasy. So I said, let's take a quick break. And he's yeah. like, um, we're not even here five minutes. So what's going on? The, the energy in there was so strong and the EVPs were so off the charts. We could hear the majority of them with our own ears, let alone what was picked up on the recorder. So everything that we thought we heard, you can hear us say, did you just hear this? And then of course, when we went back through the recording, sure enough, they would say it, we would hear it, repeat it. Um, but there was both good and dark presence in there. We ran into both. Um, it, we, we had EVPs in English, Tagalog, Latin, Japanese. and Japanese. It was, luckily, Cherie speaks three of the four. It's the Latin ones we, we're still trying to figure out today, but it was, it was amazing. You're lucky you have a global translator to carry along <laughs> in your pocket. She's a huge help. I she is. I don't charge him for you translation. Him. Okay, great. My goodness. Well, when you come across a place that's so heavy like that, do you aim to try to help the spirits that are trapped there? Or, or what is your main objective when you're going into a place like that? Well, the first objective, obviously, is to find out what's there, who's there. 
and what they need. And, you know, you bring that up that we try to help them. We have this uh, video recording that you can hear so clearly of Sheree asking who's there, what happened to them, and the answers are coming back. Sheree and I were the only one in the building. The answers are coming back unbelievably clear, and they're not a word or uh, two words. They're full sentences. They were saying that they were soldiers, that they, they're distraught because they have families. Sheree asked what happened to them. They were beaten to death. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, it's absolutely incredible. It's just sad. sad. Yeah, it's sad. terribly, terribly sad. Yeah. But to hear it that clearly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, if we can cross them over, we, we, we have the ability to do that. And we try. We did try. We just weren't there long enough to know whether it was successful. Wow, that, that is heavy. That's, that is very heavy. I, I can't imagine having a conversation where you both can hear this and, and, and try to come up with remedies for that. That's, that's, that's really heavy. Have you come across uh, many children in such situations that pulls at you differently where you bring in a, another team or something that might help you move these yes. things on? Yeah, we have a group of people that are, I guess, I don't know if professionals is the right word, professional or very experienced removers, whether or that be, yeah, them. whether that be human spirits, demonic spirits. And yes, we've called on them multiple times from private home investigations that we've run into to businesses and other locations that are like, just, I don't care what it is, just get it out. And yeah, there has been multiple times we've called on other um, associates to, to be able to help us rectify it. Having this piece of equipment the way that you, you do and how fine-tuned it is, have you had people who are like, you know, I lost a loved one in this home and I would just like to hear them, to communicate with them? Have you had cases like that? And if so, what's been the case? Like what's, what's transpired with it? Yeah, we actually had um, – a family call us out of desperation. They had, they heard voices and shadow figures in their upstairs hallway and they were extremely distraught by it. And usually that's what happens when they contact us. They're, they're somewhere between fear and terror and you know, they're looking for help. Well, we went over there. We set up the entire house. I mean, laser grids, night vision cameras, recorders, uh, parabolic mics, uh, anything and everything we had, mel meters, EMF meters, the, the whole nine yards to figure out what was in the house. The funniest thing is we set up all this equipment, put a camera on it to capture whether the laser grids are moved, whether the motion detectors go off. And this voice is left on the recorder that says your camera's not working. And believe it or not, the camera was not working. It didn't record a thing, but yet the, the, the EVP left identified it as a family member and took the fear away from the, from the family because they recognized the voice. That is awesome. I, I love that. <laughs> I, that must be really special because, you know, there's so many people that do ghost hunting and yeah, they're looking for the evidence and, and whatnot. But there's I don't think there's anybody quite like you, two that are able to say, hey, listen to this here. Does this sound like who you think it is? And, and it's in real time. You're not having to necessarily rewind the tape. They can hear it right then. 
Right. Yeah, that's that's the great thing about ITC, and that's what got me hooked into it. Now, there's nothing better than getting a Class A EVP either, because that voice comes out of nowhere, and if you don't hear it with your own ears, it's not even you're not even sure it's there until you rewind. But the advantage to ITC is that voice comes back almost automatically. Sometimes it takes a couple seconds, but you can all hear it real, real time and then react to the response accordingly. And they will also recognize the voice of, if ever, if one of their family too. Right, which is exactly what happened in mm -hmm. that private home investigation. Right. How can you explain this fancy piece of equipment you've got? Because it, it's, a, it's a beauty, I have to tell you that. How, how can you better paint the picture of what it is that you guys possess? Sure. Well, I mean, it's no different than, you know, a standard spirit box like an SB7. The difference is, is that the bands are widened, meaning that it goes above the 107.8 where radio clicks off. It goes below the 86 where radio clicks off. It expands that range of signal. So it, it has more opportunity to pick up um, voices or or spirit communication. Secondly, it skips known radio stations. So I don't care what city you're in, there's specific stations that are used in any city you're in. It skips those. So you do not pick up regular broadcast. Um, it uses a variety of sensors and inputs to pull this stuff in, including radio frequency. But there is no static, there is no scanning, there is no white noise. The box, literally, you wouldn't even know it was on if a spirit wasn't responding. That's amazing. How can people get a hold of you if they want to make use of your services? Well, real easily. Um, uh, they can go to entityvoices.com. That's our website. Um, they can also find us on Facebook under Entity Voices Paranormal Investigations. And if they're looking to see more clips and things we've captured and places we've been, they can go to YouTube and look up Entity Voices Paranormal Investigations. That's wonderful. And, you know, I got to say, you two are really doing a service to bring these less spoken of and, and realized uh, phenomena to the surface for people. It, you're, you literally are bringing it right to their ears and, and I just find it amazing. I really thank do. So I applaud you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you so very much, uh, uh, Tony and Cherie Rathman, for coming on the show. This is this is great. And uh, I, I really look forward to seeing where you go with your next Evox because you seem to keep building upon what's already genius. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, we started on something new. It's different from the Evox. Oh, you should hear this one. <laughs> but we tested it the other night, and what we got back yeah. uh, for evidence on it, I just am uh, shocked. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for joining me. All right. Thank you, Heidi. Absolutely amazing and so very important when people need that element of scientific proof to show that something <laughs> out of the ordinary is going on. The Rathmans really bring it forward, and their work is just amazing. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. And remember, go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com, and send me your emails, your experiences, and anything out of the ordinary that you'd like to comment on. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we'll catch you next time. Goodbye, everybody.
Well, if you like this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.